The 17 News at Sunrise podcast is brought to you by Clinica Sierra Vista. Welcome back to the 17 News at Sunrise podcast, where we share your news on your schedule. Working in the spirit of the Golden Empire, this is 17 News at Sunrise. Good morning here at 5 a.m. Thanks for waking up with us. I'm Maddie Jansen alongside Chris Burton. And now to some developing news. The McFarland Unified School District announced late last night it's canceling all of this week's athletic events due to what it calls a recent rash of violence in and around the city. Among the events canceled Friday night's high school football game. McFarland was supposed to play Kennedy School High School in Delano at Kennedy's homecoming. The McFarland Unified School District cited Monday's shooting in Delano as a factor in its decision. However, that shooting actually happened in Tulare County. Superintendent Aaron Resendez says the safety of the students, staff and community is top priority. And we are learning more information about that shooting in Delano or near Delano. We should say that left two people dead. Investigators say the victims, two men and a teen were shot into Larry County, then took themselves to Delano Police Department seeking emergency medical treatment. Two victims were taken to Kern Medical. The third took off on foot. Delano Police sent out our news release addressing what it calls numerous inaccurate uh, reports on social media. DPD says since the incident happened in Tulare, it's being investigated by the Tulare County Sheriff's Office. Also, DPD says there have been no threats identified to Delano area schools or events. 504 is your time now and now to our ongoing coverage of the fentanyl crisis in Kern County. The Panama Buena Vista Union School District joins other districts across the county in the discussion of bringing Narcan onto school grounds. This comes after the Kern High School District reported five confirmed opioid overdoses in the district since August. Parents reported an additional five students overdosed. Panama Buena Vista trustees had their first reading on a proposal to bring Narcan, the overdose reversal spray, to campuses and training to staff throughout the district, but it's still in the beginning phase, and the district says it needs more time to come to a decision. Well, the first reading, actually, it is a board policy that we already have in place that has to do with medic medication, administration, and health conditions. But all that is being added to it is a paragraph about being able to use Narcan on an emergency basis. The new policy update scheduled to be decided on at the next board meeting on October 25th. Your time now is 5.05 and we're learning more about a Kern County Sheriff's Office staying operation that left nine men in handcuffs. Those men, including the head trainer of the Bakersfield Condors hockey team, accused of trying to meet up with young girls for sex. 17's Marco Torres has the latest. The American Hockey League's Bakersfield Condors team has fired their head athletic trainer Chad Drown for allegedly reaching out to a minor for sex. Child predators in Kern are caught in law enforcement sting operations throughout the year. Most of these operations end in multiple arrests. Isn't unusual in these types of events to have multiple arrests for multiple individuals attempting to contact a, a uh, for lack of a better term, fake profile uh, for purposes that are illegal. The latest sting operation was led by the Kern County Sheriff's Office. Nine people were arrested for allegedly reaching out to undercover officers for sex. These people were also arrested for arranging the meeting and showing up to it. The oldest person arrested is Steven Solano. He's 56 years old. Another was Chad Drown, the Condor head athletic director. According to the Bakersfield Condors, Drown was on the medical team and worked with the players very closely. Drown is out on bail and has been let go from the hockey team. 
Bakersfield police say parents need to be aware of what kids are doing on their phones. It's not unusual for law enforcement to do these type of ruse account operations. To have parents involved in their kids' digital footprint, they need to know uh, what social media they're active on and what uh, social media sites that they're using. It opens up potential uh, issues with a predator seeking them out. Children's safety is a priority. Parents making sure you know what's on children's phones as well as who they're talking to is just as important so you can keep them safe. From downtown Bakersfield, Marco Torres, 17 News. Well, 17 News is your local election headquarters, and we are 27 days out from the midterm elections. Tonight, we planned to bring you a debate between the candidates vying for the ultra-competitive 22nd Congressional District, Republican David Valadeo and Democrat Rudy Salas. However, Salas backed out at the 11th hour, citing a TV ad by Valadeo's campaign. Rudy Salas even voted to increase the price of life-saving medicine that cancer patients need. We can't afford Rudy. The ad cites a 2018 bill Salas voted for, which put fees on opioid manufacturers. It, now, it is possible companies could pass on the price to customers, but there is nothing in the bill that directly increases prices of prescription drugs for patients. Both candidates have engaged in a long attack advertisement battle with both sides stretching the truth. Now we will still continue with our debate this evening hosting Congressman Valadeo. You can watch that at 7 p.m. right here on TV 17. And ballots will arrive in mailboxes of all registered voters in Kern County this week, sparking election security concerns from some residents and posing a strategic question for voters. When should you vote? 17's Maddie Gannon reports. With ballots in the hands of voters across Kern County, still four weeks out from November's election, a key question arises. When should you actually cast it? It gives you that whole month of October to learn about what's going on between the two candidates. Republican analyst Kathy Abernathy says voters should wait arguing any piece of news could drop in the last month before November 8th that could affect the state of a race. But Democratic analyst Neil Sinapa argues getting your ballot in early leaves less to chance. It gives you some time to make sure, okay, my vote got in, it got counted, I'm good. Sinapa points out if you vote on election day and there's an issue with your signature or ballot, there's less time to rectify it. Adding, voting early can be a way to get the political calls, text, and mail out of your hands. Campaigns uh, will see that, will see that you've already voted, and they'll stop reaching out to you. But there's also a political consideration. Abernathy adds, voting in early October often benefits those already in office. Incumbents like to have you vote early, but challengers take them longer to get their message out. And so by the time they raise the money and get their message out, the elections happen and you've already voted. Sinapa agrees that can be true, but argues in our new election climate, all candidates need to treat October 10th like election day. We have an election month in California. It's not just a day. And making news around the world, President Biden is weighing in on Russia's war against Ukraine as Russian forces intensify their attacks. NBC's Bree Jackson's in Washington with the latest. New images of explosion after explosion taking place across parts of Ukraine this week. The sounds of rockets and sirens blaring as Russia escalates its attacks. Ukrainian President Zelensky's urgent pleas for increased air defense systems growing stronger during an emergency meeting of the G7. 
Zelensky telling G7 leaders Russia must be completely isolated and punished. In an interview with CNN, President Biden called President Putin a rational actor while condemning the Russian leader. He's acted brutally. He's acted brutally. He, I think he's committed war crimes. Stressing he does not think Putin will turn to nuclear weapons, despite Mr. Biden's warning last week of Armageddon and as Russian forces suffer devastating losses. I think he just totally miscalculated. The Kremlin leader calls this latest round of violence retaliation for an attack on his Crimea bridge, a critical supply route for Russia. Ukrainians remaining defiant, though not claiming responsibility. With the violence ramping up, the U.S. is promising to deliver more aid to Ukraine. Today, Defense Secretary Austin is meeting with allies in Brussels to consider further action. We are going to continue to apply maximum pressure on Moscow to try and affect Putin's strategic calculus. President Biden also cautions world leaders against doing business with Russia. There will be, there will be consequences. Including Saudi Arabia after it partnered with Moscow to cut oil production. Saudi Arabia and OPEC's decision to cut oil production is expected to cause Americans to pay more at the pump as midterm elections approach. In Washington, I'm Bree Jackson for NBC News. The 17 News at Sunrise podcast is a production of KGET and Nextstar Media Group. For more on all of the headlines in today's show, head to KGET.com.